kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. I'm a journalist and a college professor, and I'm your host for Is That True? A kid's podcast about facts. Each week, we'll go on a fact-checking investigation, and we'll do this with experts whose job it is to know these things, and enthusiasts who are people who just really love the topics we'll be learning about. As a journalist, I ask questions every day, questions like, why is something the way it is? Or what happened in history? Or what can we look into to know more? And it's so amazing to me that now I get to do all of that with you. We're going to ask these questions together. And along the way, we'll learn how to check to see if we know what we think we know. Uncovering the truth is lots of fun for me. And if you're a fact finder, truth seeker kind of kid too, you've definitely come to the right place. This season on Is That True, we'll investigate world records in Olympic history. We'll go around the world from Africa to Antarctica. And we'll learn a thing or two about how to sniff out the truth along the way. Speaking of travel, this week our fact takes us somewhere very far north. To Alaska. Hi, my name is Kaya. I'm five years old and I live in California. There are days in Alaska where the sun never comes up and it's dark the whole day. You know what, Kaya? I really don't know, but we can have a lot of fun finding out. But first, Let's talk a little bit about Alaska. Alaska is part of the United States. And when we're looking at its size, it's the largest of all the 50 states. That's important to note because something happening in one part of Alaska could be totally different in another part. Compared to the other states, Alaska is really far north and is the most northern state in the U.S. But funny enough, It's also the most Western state and the most Eastern. It's really that big. My second favorite thing about Alaska is the flag. It has a pattern of stars called the Big Dipper on it, plus the North Star, which is very cool because it stays put while the other stars move around it. So it can help us tell direction. That flag was designed by a 13-year-old, so a kid just like you. And my most favorite thing about Alaska is my friend, Greta Johnson. She's from Alaska and is the host of a great podcast called Nerdette that talks about all the things we can nerd out about, like science and books. It's so fun. After the break, my friend Greta takes us to her home state of Alaska 
because I'm sure she can help us figure this out. Be right back. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong. And what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you—it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of a kids' book about belonging. Check out our Kevin talks about belonging episode of a kids' book about the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life, and when you're ready, visit akidsco.com. For more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to Is That True, the podcast that explores how we know the things we know. At the start of this episode, Kaya told us there are days in Alaska where it's dark the whole day. What do you think? Is that true? It's time to investigate our fact from Kaya, and to look into that, I called up my very good friend, Greta. My name is Greta Johnson, and I host WBEZ's Nerd App Podcast. Yes, yes. And we're friends. And we're friends. Yes, I like you a lot. (laughs) Yeah, same. And because we're friends, I know that you are from Alaska. And that's a place I've never been before. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those facts that, like, I don't let people forget. Like, it comes up a lot. (laughs) So, there is this really cool fact about Alaska. And I figured you would be the perfect person to talk to about it. Is it true that there are days in Alaska when the sun never comes up? and it's dark the entire day? It's a great question. And the answer is, yes, it's true, but you have to go super far north in Alaska for it to actually be like nighttime the whole time. So where I grew up in Fairbanks, Alaska, it's kind of in the middle of the state. It's like a couple hundred miles south of the Arctic Circle. It gets really dramatic. It's like super light all summer and super dark all winter. But you do still have some daylight during the winter. It doesn't really get dark enough to be nighttime in the summer, though. It's pretty crazy. Wow. So, yes, it is true. There are parts of Alaska where some days it's dark the whole day, but also some days it's light the whole day. But understanding when the days are all dark or all light is sort of complicated. That means it's not easy to understand. So the way it works, it's kind of complicated, actually. So uh, in June, June 21st is solstice, summer solstice. And that's the brightest day of the year. So at least in my hometown on solstice, there's usually about two and a half hours where the sun isn't in the sky. And so then 21 and a half hours of daylight. And then after solstice, 
the amount of sunlight decreases every day. So the sun starts rising later and later in the morning and setting earlier and earlier until winter solstice. Well, until equinox, which is September 21st. And then it's 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness. And then it keeps going until solstice, which is December 21st. And that's the darkest day. And then that's about two and a half hours of sun and then 21 and a half hours of darkness. Wow. Wow. So what does that feel like when it's nighttime, but it's not dark? It's like so active and everybody is like out doing like, you know, people will mow their lawns at 11 p.m. And like sometimes you'll forget to cook dinner because like the normal signs you're used to aren't there. Or like I was just there a couple weeks ago and like sometimes you kind of forget to go to sleep because it doesn't get dark, which is normally when you know when to go to sleep, you know. But what are some of your favorite things to do during that time of year? Well, I don't like mowing lawns. It's true. Um, my favorite things to do that time of year. So when I was just up there, it was really fun because a bunch of my friends who also grew up there were there. But a lot of us moved away and they live in places like Portland or Chicago or Cleveland. So it was really cool that everyone all came together. And one of my favorite things that we did is actually it was like a tourist thing. It's like a thing that people who travel up there to visit do, but it was so much fun. We rented canoes and we like floated down the main river that goes through town. And it was such a fun way to see town. I mean, it was kind of like a, a lazy river at the water park. You know what I mean? When you're on those inner tubes and you're just like looking around floating, it was like that, except on a river in Alaska, which like, how cool is that? Yeah, that's my kind of canoeing where you don't really have <laughs> exactly. to do much. You can kind of relax. Do you have any other amazing facts about home since we're talking about Alaska? Because that's a place that a lot of us have just never visited before. I think what's really interesting about Alaska, and it kind of is similar to the theme of like, you know, pretty much only dark in the winter, pretty much only light in the summer, is that my hometown of Fairbanks has one of the most drastic temperature differences where humans live like anywhere on earth because in Fairbanks it can get to like 47 degrees below zero in the winter like it gets cold and there's no wind chill it's just like that's the air temperature is that cold but then in the summer like it was 86 the day before I got there 86 above so that's like I mean, how that's like 130 degrees of difference between those two temperatures. So if we come to visit, what should we absolutely do? You know, what do you recommend? I would say, I mean, aside from the canoe trip, you should spend as much time outside as possible, at least if you're there in the summer. Um, and I think you should eat as much salmon and blueberries as possible. And you should stay away from bears. Because bears are scary and dangerous. I mean, yeah. I mean, some bears are probably nice, but it's better to give them their space, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably smart. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Greta. I really can't wait to hopefully visit Alaska with you one day. Yeah, we got to bring you up. It would be super fun. Yeah, we got to <laughs> go when it's not quite negative 47 degrees. <laughs> we can work with that. <laughs> and then we'll also make sure we stay away from bears. Perfect. And eat lots of salmon. Yes, it sounds like a plan. Yes. Thank you, Ariane. This was really fun. It was so fun. Thank you. Did we do it? We did it.
Is it true that there are days in Alaska where the sun never comes up and it's dark the whole day? Yes, it's true. It depends on the part of Alaska, but some places there have days when it's dark for all or almost all of the day. That's during one part of the year. And then during another part of the year, there are times when it's light outside almost the whole day. Could you imagine? I can't wait to visit Alaska and see it for myself. Thank you so much, Kaya, for helping us learn this fact. Thank you to my friend, Greta Johnson, host of WBEZ's Nerdette podcast, for being our expert today. You can listen to Nerdette with your grown-up at wbez.org slash nerdette. Is That True? is written by me, Ariane Nettles. Our show is edited and produced by Ari Mathay with help from Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kid's podcast about. Do you have a fact you'd like us to investigate? Write to us at listen at akidspodcastabout.com and check out other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsbookabout.com. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.